is to bring honor to the family. Do you think you can do that? Recording, recording. Yeah, chi levels look nice and good. Chi levels are up. All right, welcome back, analysis listeners. Welcome back to the podcast, Mr. Jordan Harris from Denver, Colorado. Thank you. Glad to be back. Yeah. And today we're going to just do a brief conversation and put the final nail in the coffin or the final arrow in the hawk lady of any interest I have in live action Disney movies. I think you might feel the same way based on some of our pre-recording texts. We're going to talk about the new release of Disney's live remake of Mulan coming out in a premium previewing experience over, uh, what was that, over the weekend? Or when did this thing even get released? Yeah, I think it came out Disney Plus on, on Friday was the first day you could see it. Yeah, so this is the first weekend. We're recording the Tuesday after Labor Day weekend. So a lot of America went out and spent their 30 bucks checking out Mulan. I personally thought that this was very much a going through the motions movie. The first question I had was just, who is this movie for? Because it's definitely not for kids. It's void of any sort of fun or silliness or songs or entertaining things for children, but also lacking a lot of sophistication or just emotional impact that an adult would like. So it's just like, I'm not really sure who this movie's for besides Disney pocketbooks. How did you feel about this movie, Jordan? Well, yeah, and even the trailer itself made it look like a much more mature movie, which is part of the reason I was a little bit... I was definitely more excited for this one than some of the other uh, remakes that they've done. And this was kind of, I guess... I didn't think this way going into it, but in hindsight, I think this was kind of the make or break live action remake for me. Uh, you know, Mulan came out, the original one came out in 98. So I was I was 13 years old for this one, a little bit older. And it's definitely not in that beloved class of Disney films like Lion King and, and Little Mermaid and 101 Dalmatians and, and some of those others that I'd come home from school every day and, and watch. So, you know, I'd seen Mulan. I, I think by the time you're 13, you're probably a little too cool for, for Disney movies. You know, you've got that like chip on your shoulder. Um, but I'd seen it. I didn't really remember that much of it, which is why I was kind of excited for this more mature looking live action Disney remake and thought, you know, of course, it's going to have some elements for kids or you would think that. But maybe kind of in the, the sort of same vein as Pixar movies, they give you some uh, something in there for adults, too, and. I'm with you, man. I, I didn't get any of that. I, I, I'd hate to, I don't want to sit here and talk about Disney remake as being like poorly written or derivative or anything that's like film critic nerd stuff, because this is a movie that family should be able to enjoy, but it's like, give me something. What give family me... is enjoying this? Yeah. Give me, Honestly. You know... And I, I, the one piece of credit that I'll give it is that unlike Lion King, unlike some of these other, unlike Beauty and the Beast, it did not go shot for shot remake. Those other movies, it's I might as well just go watch the animation version. And this one definitely had its own standalone approach to the story. It was a reimagining of the story, a little bit like Dumbo was. But similar to how I felt about the Dumbo remake, it loses all of the things that made the original one charming. And it really felt like a movie that was missing a lot of information. So I I 
already talked about the fact that it's it's missing any sort of humor. You take the Eddie Murphy character out. You take out some of the side characters that that made the first one charming, and but you also take out some of these just really critical elements. And and I think this movie was really hoping that you remembered some of those moments so they didn't need to show them to you, but it just felt very odd in terms of the pace and structure of the movie. I think one of the one of the moments, for example, is is when she decides to to leave her house to disobey her father's orders and to to put on the armor. And it's it happens in in a, in a blink of an eye. It's just there's a storm and then she's in the armor and she takes off. And I'm like, "What the hell?" Like there's no there's no debate, there's no like hair cutting, there's no the drama behind that or emotion behind that. It's just a very wooden or void moment and I I was just like that was a really bad way for me to start this movie and then kind of the the, the fun the, the the training montage and like the growth and development of the character we were missing all of that. It was just kind of set piece to set piece to set piece and their movie didn't really have any flow to it and and thus leaving the characters seeming very kind of static yeah there was Did really you get that no, sense as well i yeah i mean there, there was really no moments in this movie that really hit like emotionally they didn't land anything like you said they didn't even i mean they had a few stabs at some comedic moments that no pun just kind of fell flat yeah no pun intended it's a <laughs> It's a martial arts movie, right? But you know what? The other point is, like, you know, from the first scene of the movie, she's pretty much a superhero, right? Yeah. It, it, it took, like, the whole her, you know, using her wits and overcoming these challenges that she faced and being, like, really unique in herself and believing in herself. That was just all gone because she just basically kicks ass through the whole movie. That's the that's so true, Jordan. And really, you know, the I, I commend the original Mulan and this Mulan. I commend the themes of the movie, but these ones are actually cheapened because the original Mulan, she's a regular girl that needs to to dig in to get the absolute most out of her potential to make this incredible impact on not only her family's honor but. The, the the people of China in general and and through that they're able to to break may have breakthroughs culturally and this one it's almost like well you're a superhero you need to suppress that and then the character journey is don't don't suppress the the things about you that are great and and kind of females are badass and and and, and female empowerment and like I get that but also like I think the every girl story is actually more powerful than oh we'll accept you and you can make great changes in the world if you're a superhero that's kind of the the theme i got right and in the first movie in both movies nobody can stop her right she's sort of uh you know as you've seen the movie and you see how it concludes you know that like nothing could get in her way and in the first movie it's because she's outsmarting people she's unique and um, she believes in herself and in the second movie it's because she's a superhero and she can call on her powers to just do amazing things and still underneath there's a little bit of you know that there's a little bit of that there underneath but it just didn't come out as much as as in the original i just think it's it's a it's a less impactful theme if if you're speaking to the masses i i i don't i just don't like it as much and i i think 
you you just lose a lot of the the choices or at least they don't take enough time on the choices that are relevant. Another example I can give you, Jordan, is just when they're in the battle. They're finally going to the battle and all the guys are, they have to go under the shields because they're getting bombarded with, with arrows. And she decides to take the higher ground and, and get that boulder to come through to create an avalanche. And there's no like moment where she, beforehand she like found out about avalanches or higher ground or there's no like relevance to that decision making it just kind of happens arbitrarily. And then she's just behind boulders, rocking arrows. And you're like, well, where did that come from? And, and the whole bolt, the whole avalanche thing, like, yeah, good call, but it's just kind of something that happens very suddenly in the story. And it's like, give us a scene where that we can connect those dots. She you has know? some kind and of revelation. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff just gets brushed by or, or, or moved past in, in a very flippant way. And, and, it frustrated me as as watching the movie, and honestly, it just made it very dull and boring. I mean, the, the shots, yes, the action scenes are okay, but you've seen them done better, especially in this sort of style in House of a, uh, Flying Daggers and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. They're like That stuff is executed so much better in terms of that type of style than what's happening in this movie, and I really don't see any element of this movie that's better or more worthwhile than the original one honestly well and a theme i'm kind of noticing between these these live action remakes and the lion king was was similar uh is that they they do look great right the animation in lion king was incredible, incredible. uh the scenery in this movie is fantastic that is the best part that's the best character is just sort of peering into the background into the mountains and the landscape set production uh, is cool but then when it comes to story these it's it's falling apart and like you touched on it earlier. I mean, this one at least wasn't like Lion King where it was a shot for shot remake, but the changes that they made were worse. So, you know, I don't know what else there is to say about that. Another scene, you know, speaking of, you know, worse, worse changes is in the original when she's on the, uh, she's on like the battlefield and when she has to, she gets injured on the battlefield. Right. And that's when Mm -hmm. it, it gets revealed that she's a woman and it kind of is this, this turning point moment for her. Whereas in this movie, she's really never even challenged in any significant way. She reveals it on her own, which I guess you can say is, you can, I guess you can debate whether it's, you know, your right to do that or or not as a, as a woman character or just as a, you know, a female in these movies and you want to do it on your own terms, but females, males or not. I mean, (laughs) kind of basic story structure is like, you need challenges to overcome. You need to show, your your character and, and who you are and that it just doesn't happen in this movie so you know that her equal but opposite is supposed to be this witch in the movie which we haven't talked about yet who is the only other female hawk lady no yeah. hawk lady and who, so the performances are also poor in this movie i know i'm dumping all over this i really didn't enjoy most of it uh so so i thought the girl who played mulan some of the moments that could have been emotionally impactful just failed in terms of performance. I, I truly believe that. But Hawk Lady gives her this moment where she is saying, hey, these people rejected you despite you saving their lives. Why are you going to go and save an emperor who has who has set up this structure for you for to for you to constantly be failed basically yeah. i'm obviously come to, paraphrasing come to and, the dark side and 
yeah, come to the dark side, which obviously Mulan's not going to do, but also Mulan's like, no, I'm going to go save that dude. And you're like, well, you know, Hawk Lady does kind of have a point, and you're <laughs> yeah. just going to go blindly save Jet Li? I, I don't get that, but and it's... And, and so, but Hawk Lady then, who I thought she was still kind of a, a, a static character, but not not as much as Mulan, then sacrifices herself for Mulan because we had a nice little girl power talk. Like, we, she, I don't yeah, understand why Hawk Lady gets in front of that diving arrow at the end of the movie. I'm like, well, they haven't made enough connection there for her to give up her life. Yeah, it was like she respected her decision to, well, and yeah, you're, you're not getting bogged down in nuances of who's right and wrong here. It's like clearly Mulan's side is the good side, and clearly there's a bad side, and Mulan is siding with the good side, and then which lady has some respect for that, I guess, and decides on a whim, well, I'll just sacrifice it all for this. After kind of setting her up in the first place. So it was a weird like yeah. twist out of nowhere because Hawk there wasn't Lady really was like that okay much time until that happened because you know also they're playing with they're they're starting to get at some themes that might be interesting right and in terms of we we um have abilities thus they look at us as we're different and we are outcasted and so we need to overcome that and accept our abilities and and celebrate our uniqueness and that's that's a thing that I think is important, but it's just not executed in any sort of way that it can actually have an impact through this movie. Just disappointed a lot in terms of the story structure, the pacing of the movie, the performances, and it just is not as good. We don't have Donny Osmond, we don't have Make a Man Out of You, and you know I I I okay good good effort. But I hope you enjoy your money, Disney, because really that's what this is. It's just, it's it's like they're re-releasing it out of the Disney vault. You might as well, because this is just a money grab, and there's not a lot of artistry going on here. That's what it feels like. One more one more item for their platform that they can add to Disney Plus that they can charge a subscription fee for because yeah. there's there's more stuff there to watch, and you know. I, it's not like I go around talking to kids, but I can't imagine too many kids are like. <laughs> sick of the animated version right and they want to see live action versions of these things so you got a baby boy coming in just uh, a couple weeks here in, in denver colorado you see yourself in six or seven years sitting junior down and watching mulan the live version or are you just gonna you're gonna hang with the animateds that i mean that's the thing i i'm I, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to enjoy these things in general much more when i have a kid to watch them with and that's that's probably a a an aspect of these movies that we don't really relate to so much on this podcast that we can't have a, a, a sense into. So I, I think I will enjoy more, but I'm for sure going the animated route, right? Like, like you touched on it earlier, but even the side characters, I mean, this movie gave you nothing in terms of side characters and Disney animated movies are so good at having these like larger than life characters who are funny and they're goofy looking, right? They're going to make kids laugh in general. Yeah. And uh, yeah, at least, at so least you had fun. Timon and Pumbaa and Lion King I mean, they just, Eddie Murphy injected a little bit of humor and just, just kind of moved that movie along, and, and we just had none of that in this no. one, and it really it really showed, and it really left for left me with some yawns. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a very dull watch. The whole, like, side crew of, of dudes that she's fighting with, none of them were cool or funny no. or worth caring about at all. No, those scenes were whack. So... That's how it, and then even in the, you know, the, the 
at the end of the animated one, she is, uh, you know, everyone's paying respect to her. The whole kingdom realizes what she's done for them. And you don't even get that in the new one. The dude's just like, yeah, thanks. Want to join my army and protect me? And she's like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So yeah, at least she, do, at least she doesn't need moment. to end up with a prince in that. So they, they stuck the landing somewhat on that theme where you don't need to wrap this up with a bow with a, with a marriage or with a man. It's the, the honor to the family was, was enough for Mulan. So I, I respect that at least. Yeah. It's a good call. And I respect you and I respect our listeners. So thanks everyone for, for dropping in and hearing some of our thoughts on Mulan. Yeah. See you in 2021 when Little Mermaid comes out and we can trash that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Will we even be back or will we just be be fed up and apathetic? So, thank you, everybody. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Wash your hands. Stay safe. And we'll talk to you next time. We'll make a man out of you. Bye. Swift as a coursing river With all the force of a great typhoon With all the strength of a raging fire Mysterious as